The Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. That's Stockton's Wing. The voice, of course, belongs to Mike Hanrahan. Mike Hanrahan is sitting over there. Mike, how are you? I'm great, Anton. That was voted, if I remember rightly. I think Hot Press put that as, uh, was it the top song of the century for by an Irish singer-songwriter? Do I have that right? Oh, you were definitely well, up towards the top of that we list. Were, I know there was one for, we had number seven in some top, and then there was, it reached the top 75 of all-time Irish. That's not bad, guy. But I'll take Hot Press one if you, if well, the, I mean, let's make that Plus, one up. I believe Daniel Radcliffe is a big fan. Oh, <laughs> that was very funny. I was, I was actually, I, I should tell the story. I was over, uh, Pat Chart was doing the, the Cripple of Village Man in London and, and Daniel was in the, the show with him and I went over to see Pat, uh, to see how he was getting on. And there was a party because Daniel was 21 that night and there was a party on. So I arrived. And this of course is Harry Potter, Daniel Harry Radcliffe. Potter, yeah. yeah. So I arrived, I'd never met him before and we arrived at the party and, and, uh, and he came over to me and he says, Pat says, this is Mike Henry. Mike? The Mike Hanrahan? The, the, what? Oh my God. The, and he kept this up and he says, my grandmother loves your music. <laughs> so thanks, Danny. And this, but this, was, this was Pat Short setting you up. Setting me up as usual, yeah. And yeah. of course, you know Pat, because the two of you, you toiled together. You worked in, in the pub with him, Yeah, around the kitchen for him. Well, we're great friends for many years and we played a lot of music Really? Together. Despite his personality? Yeah, despite that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get on with him. <laughs> I put up with him. The reason that you are here uh, is because Creative Brain Week is on. And this is a, a, a week that highlights the intersection of arts and brain science. And the themes for 2024 are attention, connection and love. Explain your connection with this, because you have become a fellow of the Global Brain Health Institute. Yeah. Why and how? Well, I, I have a, a keen interest in dementia and particularly on where the arts are because of my own personal um, as a carer for family care. And I continue to be a family carer. Like I've been caring for 12, 13 years now. For whom? Do you for mind family. For family. Originally for my mum and now for my mother-in-law. And um, so I'm surrounded by d- dementia. And then as a result of that, I, got, I wrote a song for my mum a few years ago. And the Forget-Me-Nots Choir kindly recorded it. They're a dementia-friendly choir who are the most amazing. And I've, I've played, sang, sang live with them on several occasions. But we recorded during uh, covid so we had all these choir members singing into phones. We were guiding them down the phone lines, their lines, and we gathered all these amazing vocal lines and we managed to get them into a studio with Al Doc, um, Sandy Kelly and Lisa Lam. And they all sang with, with this song called The River Rolls On. And we did a video. When, when we came out of lockdown, uh, I, I, I did Al Doc, who was, did the, the video, said, I need about 20 of them for the video at Dollymont Strand in July. And we said, OK, we'll do fine. 55 of them turned up at 6.30 in the morning to do the video. That's the kind of energy that the forget-me-nots have. So they drive me. Every time I work with them, they drive me more. And then it was suggested to me by one of the people in, in, who runs the choir that I should join the Global Brain Health Institute because I had an idea to write a book of short stories on dementia, but I needed to have the education. I needed to understand more. And there was a year's education in Trinity waiting for me, so I applied for it. I was delighted I got it. And then I met all these incredible neurologists, film directors, uh, scientists of all hue from all over the world. And we sat in a room in Trinity 
and another cross sat in San Francisco and we learned about brain health. And Now, obviously there is a huge amount in a year of study at that sort of level. But between that and your personal experience with your uh, mother and mother-in-law, what of your view about dementia has been significantly changed or what are the big insights that you have come to through that experience? I, I'd need a week because I've learned so much. But I think, I suppose the essential thing for me is that people, people live with dementia. They don't die with it. People with dementia are living with it. And it's how we approach their lives and make their lives better. It's just that there's a short circuit in the brain. So we need to readjust our approach on how we treat these people and how we look after them. So we offer them proper agency and dignity in their lives, which they deserve. Is there a sense that if somebody gets a diagnosis of dementia that people click into thinking, right, well, it's palliative? Yeah, absolutely. There's a huge stigma attached to dementia. And people people maybe in around the city mightn't see it. There's definitely parts of the city where stigma is is rampant uh, around the country, around the world. uh, Stigma. And, And what I'm involved in is a global movement. So it's not just Ireland. I mean, in parts of Africa, a friend of mine is doing a movie about it at the moment, where if a woman is, is, is diagnosed with dementia, she's regarded as a witch. You know, so there's, there's the whole aspect of the, third, uh, the First Nations. They have areas, even our own in our travelling community here, there's stigma attached there as well at all levels of it. So there's a big job ahead of us, but... I'd like to think that it's it's very positive. What's happening is very positive. Talk to me then about the, the role of the arts in dementia and to what kind of level you get a response to things like music. Well, we store all our memories in, in, in what's called the, the neocortex up in the top and it's, we like it's sprinkling our brain and we, we've fired them off into areas of the brain and we store them. So that when, when you, we need to call, call, call on them, we call them and they're always there. So that's why music, poetry, for instance, huge, uh, is, a, is, a, is really important to, for our memories. So when, we, when, you hear, when you play music to, to your family member who's living with dementia, more often than not, if they know the song, they'll sing every word for you and they'll get up and dance, they'll do whatever. And this, it happens all the time. So that's because the, it, why it, sort of, it finds its, its own memory in the it's brain. It's a connection, yeah. It's a connection. And it, it also guarantees you that you know, your loved one is in there. And, this is, and these are ways, it's all about new ways of communicating and connecting. That's how I see it. I'm not a scientist. I'm just somebody who really cares about how we treat people with dementia. That's all I'm here for. That's my only purpose is to make life much better for people to, to live and give them a bit more agency. And I think if the creative arts definitely do that. Dance, I mean, my Parkinson's, for instance, dance is the way out of Parkinson's for people to find... There's a friend of mine with Parkinson's and she plays uh, hockey. And as soon as she gets the stick in her hand, she's solid and she's playing hockey. She plays for Ireland. A friend of mine had Parkinson's and he had to take up ballroom dancing because of it. And I got the, <laughs> the best crack winding him up, but it made a huge difference yeah. to him because and of that thing. Irish the, dancing as well. There's a crowd in Limerick who'd have Irish dancing for dementia and Parkinson's and it's all there. There's a lot what happening. What about food and how it taps into memory? Because that's the other thing you are as an excellent cook. Yeah, food is really important. And I go, of course, again, is how we, how, how we allow people, because their memory mightn't, they may not remember what they're doing, particularly as a friend of mine has Louis body dementia, and he has to set out his table every morning so that he knows at any stage when, when he gets back to the table, he's still reminded of what he's going to eat that night because he doesn't want to lose the ability to cook. So that's a whole angle on as well. There's diet. And, and of course, what we put into our body is what makes us who we are. That's 
There's all these connections. I talked about it being Creative Brain Week. Are there particular parts of the week? Are there particular events that you'd point to that are, you think people should be aware of? There, there are some amazing. I mean, it's it's, it's a massive program. But there's a the title Walker is a, a a one woman play about her journey through cancer, which is on in the project or one of one of the theatres. And then there's um, Disrupt and and uh, Disability. Uh, festival which starts on Thursday and that's about, about young people's uh, own testaments on how they get through life and and then there's a whole bunch of people coming from all over the world to talk about uh, the, the things that are changing in the world of science and music and, and creative arts. Uh, IMA are involved, the Irish Music Museum of Modern Art fantastic what they do, they're pro, all the time pro dementia, uh, they'll be giving a talk and then I'm creating this thing called The Sound of Dementia I've written a piece imagining what dementia sounds like and I've got all these crazy neuroscientists who play music and artists and we're going to create our own mishmash of a sound. It's like a flag hole of dementia. So <laughs> that's the plan. I'd, I'd say that's a very narrow overlap in the Venn diagram between neuroscientists <laughs> and decent musicians. I should say as well, by the way, that if, if uh, you want to see Mike doing the day job as well as the uh, stuff that's going on for Creative Brain Week, he is going to be gigging um, in Moat Theatre in Nace on May the 2nd, gigging with Eleanor Shanlon in uh, April 28th in Kilkenny, and then Stockton's Wing, March 17th at the Belfast Folk Festival and April 25th in Ennis. So lots of opportunity to hunt you down. Loads, loads, loads. It has been lovely to talk to you, Mike. A text saying, my mother has it, this being dementia. My uncle passed with it. My neighbour has it and has moved to a nursing home. I have friends who, uh, his parents have it. It is great listening to Mike and another very interesting discussion from Mike in respect of dementia and the arts. Mike, Uh, thanks again for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PwC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.